And we're back <laughs> with a Streaming Matters episode. <laughs> What's up? I know the butcher will like that. We call it Streaming Matters. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it matters. It matters to me and it should matter to you. What's the matter for you, eh? What's the matter, hey? <laughs> What's the matter for you, eh? What's the matter? So, hope everybody is doing good. It is the it, it is March. We're in the middle of March, almost in April. Dude, and the first quarter warm. of this year is almost over. Mm-hmm. You believe this shit? And we already went through another COVID variant and a war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But, you know. We can't forget to remind people to check the description down below to get a VPN before they wreck themselves. Is that what we say? It's uh, protect yourself before you wreck yourself. There's lots of different use cases for a VPN, and uh, we just have another one linked in the description below. Again, do your own research. Figure out, you know, why you might want to use a VPN and test it out. See if it works good for you. We always tell people to check out the customer service when you're testing out a VPN service and see if they are there to support you when you need it. And make sure you get that bus TV. <laughs> We've been shirt. getting a lot of questions um, being hit up, uh, hitting us up on Telegram asking when we're going to be showcasing their new products. I know. I think we're, uh, we're, we're, we're hyping them up a little bit. <laughs> oh, well, you, okay. Well, if you, they are coming. But you have to understand, with the times being the way they are, everything's a little delayed. But they are coming. We've seen what they've looked like on paper. That's all we can say. I don't even think we can say that. Can we say that? Can we take that out? No. no <laughs> I, I'll say this. I know with the times right now, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. And there's a lot of uncertainty with everything. Like, you know, like chipsets and all that. And there was an announcement. I don't know if you heard about it. So when this whole thing happened, and we are talking about the Ronas, um, when this whole thing happened in Wuhan. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got you. (laughs) Um, Dude, it was like, and you know what? It's funny because I just had this conversation yesterday. It's interesting because when China made the announcement of an outbreak back in like January, the rest of the world was kind of like, okay, we'll see what happens. I'm like, um, we need to stock up on groceries. All kinds of shit, bro. All kinds of shit. Because if China is in an outbreak... They have the the they're I think they're number one in in most population. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that it's affecting um, agriculture right now. Like it's not just China, but like Russia. I'm talking about when this whole thing just started. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 with tech, like mm. like like speaking about the tech, when it when it happened, it was just like crap. We better buckle up. Well, the reason why I brought that up is because I don't know if you heard recently, and I know you were just starting to bring up agriculture and stuff right now, mm-hmm. but before we get into that piece, bro, 
we like i think china stopped announcing what's been going on they're just like oh we're doing better everything's starting to open up slowly blah 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 and then that's it no more case numbers no more nothing like almost like they excommunicated everybody from everybody yeah um dude it was like like a, like two days ago that i heard about this um i saw this article that china just announced that they are closing down several cities and going back into lockdown uh, because of yeah, the, the number is the highest ever. I think the Om- Omicron is now over there. Like they've been doing pretty good keeping like everything out and everything under control. But of course, it got in there, dude. Shenzhen, which is one of China's biggest tech cities that creates like it is like chips. the world's biggest tech city, <laughs> dude. It's 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 on lockdown right now. Every like everybody's at, at home. Everybody everybody's shut down. Everything is done. All I think there's like like twelve neighboring cities that are that are on lockdown. Nobody's working. All factories, warehouses closed. Hong Kong is also closed because it's really close to them. It's a very scary situation right now. And and I know we were already short on chips. I think it's about to get worse. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely nuts. I mean, basically, I think with tech, for the most part, I almost want to say the last three years, a lot of us are have spoiled ourselves and like in a first world way. Like we have a lot of tech that we don't need that we just want. Mm-hmm. Like, here's a question that I, I asked. A, um, I asked a friend of mine recently. I said, if you lost your job all of your income. If you had to sell all the tech that you don't actually need, how long could you pay your bills? And I mean, I know like for you, like, cause you get a lot of tech that you were like, you know, you showcase or whatever. If you had no form of income, how long could you survive selling all the tech that you don't use in your house? In my house? Yeah. <laughs> it would probably be a bit, no? Yeah. Actually, I've, I've never thought about that. Like, that's a first world situation. It's a first world issue. You know what I mean? Like, coming down to, oh, a lot of us have multiple TVs and only use them one at a time. If shit shit came to, you know, shove, do we really need, like, for instance, your 85-inch TV? Like, it's nice, but do we really need it? You know what I'm saying? Like, we could move down to, like, the 60-inch you probably have somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. But you could survive for a little bit if you had to sell all the different things that you were no longer needing. It was just a situation that I was thinking about, right? Like shit's starting to get more and more difficult to get a hold of. But we've been acquiring things for the last three years. Like I have three phones here that are all fantastic. And if any one of them broke, I would still be happy using another one. I yeah. like it, It's still a good experience. Still mm-hmm. a great experience. So... I just, you know, that's just some food for thought. You know, I think if if everyone kind of thinks about that, why don't you put in the comments down below? If that was the scenario, would it be months? Would it be days? Would you be really lucky and be able to survive for a year if you could sell everything that you don't need in your house to pay your bills? Yeah, I would say a year probably. (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy. With what I got. You know, actually... Maybe a little bit longer now that I think about it. 
because I'm like I'm I'm thinking like like you said like the TV and stuff mm-hmm. that's downstairs, my garage. I'm mm-hmm. thinking stuff that's in the garage, like that crazy treadmill. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and you have to think about it too, right? Like if all of your forms of income were shut down, then you would have more time. So like let's say you had a treadmill, you could sell it because you'd have time to go for a run. <laughs> If you My think computer. about it like that, right? You know, I uh, I asked you because I, I came up with a couple articles for today's episode and I asked you if you wanted me to start this on a good note or kind of like you want negative news or, or positive news to start. And did you say positive nudes? <laughs> I think so. That was just a stutter, but we're just going to go with it. Um, What's wrong with it? And uh, I, I didn't really know how to order this. And I think this is positive news. So we're just going to roll with it. Let me share my screen real quick. And, and have you ever heard of um twrp oh that's the wrong button uh twerp twerk twerp not twerk (laughs) where's this episode going (laughs) twerp yeah twerp t-w-e-r-p t-w-r-p but it's pronounced twerp no oh yes now that i look at it remember back in the day with old school android boxes people would install twrp So that we could do custom ROMs and like different things. We would root the devices. Well, recently, somebody was able to set up a custom twerp recovery uh, ROM on the Fire Sticks. And and for the longest time, we've done episodes where we've talked about how it's like impossible to root a Fire Stick these days because they embed it in the chip and then they fry it. So it's not backwards compatible and all kinds of shit. Like Amazon is really hard set on their operating systems on their devices because let's be real, they make money off of the advertisements on their devices, right? So yeah. this is really cool that somebody was able to actually um, root the Fire Stick and set up a custom uh, Lineage OS Android 11 ROM. Now, I do want to preference and say that this has already been patched. However, if you do have a Fire Stick that doesn't have the latest update, 7.2.73 or older, can still run this if you feel like you want to fool around with the device and, you know, you always have to be mindful that you could possibly break a device if you start messing with it. Now, I do also want to preface and say that doing so will void your warranty and your terms of service (laughs) with your Fire Stick because, you know, when you... When you buy a device like this, you agree to the terms and service and how you use it. And Amazon is very specific in their operating system with their terms of service. They are very specific. And that's why they've been pushing updates lately to um, to remove the ability to change the custom launcher because that, that damages their revenue, right? But I still think that it's pretty cool that somebody was able to figure this out and do it. Did you ever mess around with TDW, TD, uh, Twerp? Twerp? Yeah, twerp. <laughs> Uh, no, actually I've never like, I, I, I've, I've, I've heard of people mess with it. I know me back in way back, way back in my day when I first started YouTube back in the day, the Mm. first, my first video, um, I w I was always curious and was messing with stuff on it and I've heard people do it. And I've seen it like I was able yeah. I've been able to get my my hands on one and, and all done, but I never really like dug into that. Yeah. That so part. 
back in the day, like some people used to just when they were doing a lot of devices and they were setting them up, they could do it within seconds just by loading the twerps, the twerp files. Mm -hmm. And instead of you going through and setting up the devices and doing everything yourself, you would just create an image and you could just re-image your devices within seconds and just keep going. Now, some of the other reasons that people wanted to uh, install the Lineage OS Android 11 ROM through the twerp was uh, getting access to the Google Play Store instead of the Amazon Amazon App Store, right? Like there's more apps in the Google Play Store and there's different apps that people use. So like uh, for as long as we've been in the streaming community, the amount of times we've been asked, can you get the Play Store on the Fire Stick? No. I mean, the answer is yes, it is difficult and it is more headache than anything else. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to say no and cut that one short. Uh, I did pull up Twerp's website. It says, what does it stand for? It stands for Team Win Recovery Project. And it is a custom touch recovery and it's got a GUI base. So it allows you to back up partitions um, and uh, raw image format, restore backups from internal storage, external SD or OTG devices, custom firmware installations, partition wiping, file deletion, terminal access, ADB root shell, th- uh, theme support, and possible decryption support depending on the device. So that's just a really general introduction on what twerping is. <laughs> I had to. I had to. I had to. So apparently there's some updates and some new shows that are coming out on Disney+. Plus. And I know that we are strong believers in what Disney is doing. And I think that they have some really great content. And, you know, there's some, some good stuff. So have you heard about um, setting your content rating in Disney+. Plus? You know what? It's very funny that you say that because last night um, was watching... Uh, Oh, so I just finished watching For All Mankind. It's an Apple okay. original show. Yeah. Amazing. Freaking right, right, Apple right. is just doing so good. And now I I'm I'm working on Narcos Mexico season 3. Um I'm wrapping I'm finally catching up and finishing it finishing that that show. Right, right, um, right. and while I was watching that show, I got a notification that said um that said my my account it has been set to tvma and you know for disney plus and i have i created an account for my sister i created an account for uh my mom and i get all the little notifications that says you know like like owen owen like my sister's last name owen and then davy and then rojas um you could set set content rating tv ma or whatever and i'm just like what and i'm just like okay it's already on so i'm just gonna leave it alone <laughs> you know <laughs> so so what does that mean what does it mean so it says that starting as of march 16th when you first sign into your disney plus subscription you're going to be asked to select the content rating for all the users in your family so you're gonna have different profiles and you can select what rating of content that they'll have access to Uh, When you open the app, you'll be asked if you want to change your content rating from TV 14. Obviously, that's like PG 14, uh, which is somewhat restricted. Uh, And then TV MA means no restrictions. You're you're mature. You can watch all the content on their platform. So some speculation. 
Yeah, they're they're bringing it's be, that's because they're bringing like yeah there you go you just highlighted it the Daredevil <laughs> and I know they're adding some of the Logan stuff. Um, it's because they're adding rated R stuff now. Right? Well, I mean, I think rated R is a little bit of a stretch. I think darker shows that can depict more of the dark side of humanity. When I think rated R, I think like you know like eighteen plus stuff, like some of that late night showcase stuff, like. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I think about that twerping, you know? Um, yeah. So basically, yeah, you just log in. If you are on a computer, these are the screens that you're going to see. You're going to hit continue when you get to the access parental controls um, in your or your whatever. And it's going to walk you through it saying TVMA is access to the full catalog. Um, you'll be asked to confirm your selection with your password. And then once you're done that, you'll be given an option to create a profile pin. Um, and that's for other members in your household or mischievous teenagers. If they're trying to get through your your MA access, uh, they can't edit that. So, yeah, that's basically what it is. So if a lot of you guys are logging in and it's like, do you want MA or do you want 14? Now you know what it is. So set it accordingly to the content you want the people in your house watching. So you have to set this up. It's not ready to go, right? You have to go yeah. in and set it up. Well, I Let think me... when you're prompted, when you first sign in after the 16th of March, it's going to ask you what you want to do. I'm going to check my app right now to see Disney Plus. Oh, Disneyland. <laughs> so I'm opening up the app. And the first thing it says, you have access to the full content. Yeah catalog your content rating is now set to tvma do you want to set a profile and, and this profile. is the reason why people should be set setting one? profiles what if i don't want to set a, a pin well do you have anybody that shouldn't have the full access to your disney plus no then it doesn't matter you don't, like I, I honestly don't think it should matter for but, some reason, it said I had to go set up. It said I had to set a pin, which is weird. Yeah, you need a pin. It always wants a pin. So it can access your debit card. I put remind later. <laughs> there you go. I guess remind you can bypass later. it for now. Yeah, so uh, so that's that one about Disney+. Plus. If you've been seeing that, then you know what it is. Um, you know, when the pandemic first started and we started talking a little bit about you know way back in the day <laughs> when we first started the podcast but one of the big things in the pandemic oh speaking of this by the way did you ever receive the cards that i mailed you yeah i told you did you right? i don't yeah, know well, I anyways I so i mailed you these stonk cards right yeah <laughs> um and uh the joke about it was reddit was pumping certain stocks like GameStop and AMC. And there's still people to this day, um, even content creators with over 200,000 subscribers that both you and I know that are still talking about AMC yep. to this day saying, I'm still holding AMC. And it's lower now than when it was when the pandemic first started. When that pump really started. Like mm -hmm. whoever grabbed it when it was worth like 70 bucks is in the hole, a lot of money, right? I always tell people when you see profit, you take that profit. You don't just sit there right now. I'm scared because AMC 
basically anybody who's holding AMC is sitting on a gold mine. Well, that's what they're going to think. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're going to think because AMC has recently bought a gold mine. <laughs> Literally. So they announced that it's acquiring 22% stake in a mining company, not crypto. Don't get it twisted. If it was crypto, I'd be like, all right, that kind of makes sense. Like, whatever. But they bought a gold mining company. What the they, look, the article literally says right here, not a crypto mining company. <laughs> Did you even read that far? <laughs> so it mines silver and gold. Now, the reason I'm scared is that the people that are fixated on this meme stuff are going to think that this is going to rocket ship AMC to the moon. And a lot of times the people who don't understand investing get left holding the bag. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there might be a chance that the squeeze is going to happen, but let's be realistic. It's been two years. It's been two years, bro, that people have been saying that AMC is going to go to $100,000 a stock or some shit. I don't know. And where is it? Single digits, I think. Like, Jeez. just just <laughs> be happy with whatever profits you get. And don't be, you know, blindly following a bunch of shit. I just, I, it, it hurts when I see stuff like this. Like, the amount of times that I've had people message me over the last two years saying, should I buy GameStop or AMC now? And I'm like, no. Like, if you don't understand how to be happy with the profits that you get, then you can't be upset with the money that you lose. Right. <laughs> like you got to know your entries and your exits with everything. It's just, when I saw this, I just thought that it would be a shout out for, for, you know, just to be cautious. Like people are going to be talking about this and you just don't, don't get sucked into the hype. Um, this is a part of the, the theater chains roller coaster recovery during the pandemic. AMC has literally tried everything, bro. Everything. Uh, the CEO has pandered heavily in meme stock investors, indulging them with meme fueled strategies like accepting Dogecoin and offering NFTs. So like hype words, he's like, hey, yeah, let's just keep going. I mean, it was kind of smart on his part because he made a boatload of money from it. AMC has also tried to break the food sale and delivery business with its perfectly popcorn venture. Didn't even hear. About, did wait? I think we did this in an article. Yeah, we talked about that once. We did. Um, and it apparently was a multi-billion dollar popcorn industry. I don't know, whatever. Let's just, just be careful with what you're doing. Dude, Remember crazy. this chain AMC was on the verge of bankruptcy and then it got injected with a hundred million dollars in December, 2020. Just, just Dang. be careful. Just, <laughs> just be careful. And you know what? Because it kind of took a little bit of a negative turn, I'm going to throw the order of my articles around here. I'm going to do this one because this one is the juiciest article and I feel like I just want to roll into it. (laughs) Yeah, do it. Netflix is testing ways to end password sharing and push viewers to pay extra. Digest. Okay, hold on. Let me think about this one. Netflix is testing ways to end password sharing and push viewers to pay extra. So I know they're trying to start. They're trying to stop, not start. They're trying to stop. Um, account sharing? They're trying to stop account sharing. 
what not anymore they want you to share your account but they want you to pay extra for it which would make sense if they're like hey for a little bit more this is how much it's going to cost because then let's just say it's 20 bucks and and it would make sense if they were 15 dollars okay so right now it's 20 bucks for netflix for their premium if I, I don't know what the price is yet, so don't 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 say nothing yet. But if you and me wanted to share a Netflix account, let's just say I have it. If they said, hey, you could add an extra user for like five bucks. So now I'm paying 25 bucks. I could be like, hey, you want to split this? Now I'm not paying $20 anymore. I'm paying, what, $12.50? Okay, that might be a good scenario in two years from now in uh, the, the reason I'm saying that is how many years has the average person been sharing their Netflix account forever since for the beginning least, for of 20 time. years <laughs> for 20 years. And then they're going to say, Oh, I get it. It's cost displacement. It's going to, they're going to position it like exactly what you just said, quote unquote, you're going to save money. But for the for the person that's been sharing their account for 20 years, you won't see it like that until you can't do it anymore. Yeah, right. You kind of get to get that that bitter taste out of your mouth and kind of start to forget that your previous ways was so good <laughs> for you to accept to pay even $5 more to be allowed to do what you used to do anyways. <laughs> yeah. But people are going to be bitter if this actually happens and they stop you from doing it unless you pay. Where are their subscribers going to go? Everywhere else. Right? And we talk about this all the time. There is bangers on Apple TV. There are bangers that are Ooh. coming out on and on prime now like we used to complain about prime all the time prime's coming out with bangers bro like literally this 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 month going into the end of next month i am binge watching prime shows after prime shows after prime shows there's some really good ones i'm actually going to talk about that in another article after but i'm just saying disney plus is coming out with some really good shows like there are some really really good content now that the like we're slowly starting to recover uh, media wise from what we've gone through in the last two years, right? There's still a couple shows that we're waiting for announcements as the release dates. They may even be pushed into next year, but I'm just saying we always talk about if you can't afford all of, all, all of them because they're getting this expensive that you can jump from platform to platform, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people would just for like, they would get Netflix and they would forget about it and just let it keep coming out of their account. I think that's going to be less and less likely. Like people are going to probably get things like Netflix gift cards. And when they run out, they run out. Like, I don't want to be gouged for a whole year of a service that I'm not using as much as I used to. You know what? I thought about that too. I'm just like, I was like, do I use Disney plus? Cause well, for one, I get it for free. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was like, do I use Disney plus on a monthly basis? Do I use, uh, ESPN Plus, I have that whole bundle, right? Yeah. I'm like, do I use all of that on a daily? And I'm just like, or, you know, monthly. Disney Plus, I absolutely do. 
Um, I absolutely do. And I'm trying to think. Hulu, maybe not monthly, but every other month for sure. And ESPN, I kind of just go in there just because I just stumble in. I'm like, I wonder what's playing. Yeah, I'm like, I wonder what's playing. So I check it out maybe like once a month, once every other month. But Amazon Prime, I would say I'm almost never in there. Right, right. I I think that a lot of people probably say the same thing, but they are. I'll talk about Amazon Prime in a a minute. Like, uh, (laughs) I actually really like the stuff they're coming out with, but I'm going to save that for an article coming up soon. Uh, So it says during a test period, Netflix will try uh, its approach in three countries, Chile, Costa Rica and Peru. Uh, In addition, the ability to transfer viewing profiles into new accounts, either your own primary account or somebody else's. Uh, subscribers will get prompts to add an extra viewer to their package at a discounted price, <laughs> uh, which is approximately $3 USD. $3 USD is not bad, but I want to preface this by saying we are going into a time with super high inflations and our dollar is not going as far as it used to. So I, like, I, like I said before, it's going to take some some time. For people to get the bitter taste out of their mouth that Netflix is stopping them from doing something they've been doing for 20 years without paying extra to do it. So, but see, how are they going to do that? Like, are they going to? Because, okay, let's be real with this. If you have a household with several kids, you know, most people, I want to say, no, most people on average have two kids on average. Some people have one, some people have three, four, but let's just say on average, two kids per household. Most of the time, these kids probably have a TV. Um, I knew when I grew up, I didn't have a TV until I got older. Then I got a TV. But let's just say everybody's got a TV in their room. That's that's a common thing, right? It's getting more common now, yeah? Yeah, so you have a TV in your room. That's one. You got a TV downstairs in the living room. That's two. There's usually a third TV floating around somewhere, either in the backyard, the garage, a second living room, maybe the kitchen. There's usually like a third TV somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, And then you have, let's just say, a fourth TV for a kid's room. Let's just say four TVs total in the house. How are they going to limit amount of sign-ins for this thing? You know what I mean? Are they they saying you could only sign into the account three times or four times are they checking ip addresses like to say hey you can only sign into this one and then what about people with their cell phones because for me i'm i have my stuff added to my cell phone so the way that i think that they would do it is the amount of different ip addresses that are using the service at the same time right so it's probably going to be like you can use i don't know unlimited connections in your household but if somebody tries to log in from another IP address, they're like, you're clearly a different user. Are they? Well, what if you're at the airport and you're on your cell phone or your tablet? But then you wouldn't be logged in at your home at the same time. What if you have the wife and kids at the house? Well, they need to buy a connection. I don't know. I'm just speculating. You know what I'm saying it's this. The only way this could work 
the only oh man the only way this could work is if they lower their if they lower their damn prices and you have to pay per connection if they say hey it's it's 15 bucks starting instead of 20 we're dropping it down to 15 for one connection which is stupid because if you're if you're at the house if you're at a household and maybe maybe it maybe it's by IP address maybe it says yeah that's what i'm saying it's 15 bucks per IP address. So if you're at home and you sign up to your device and you're like, cool, this is for all my home. Cool. There's your one, there's your one IP address for your household. Now let's just say like somebody like me, I'm just like, well, I'm on my cell phone. I'm, I'm never home. I'm always on a business trip or whatever. And, um, and, and cause I know, I know that once you're on your cell phone and you connect to different Wi-Fi's, the IP address can change. Of course. But I know there's a way that, the IP address can make contract to say, Hey, this cell phone, it's associated to the same cell phone. You know what I mean? Well, you would, uh, your, each device has its own Mac address. Exactly. So it would, it could recognize that. So they could say like, Hey, well, you know what? I want this on my cell phone because we go out. And when we go to dinner, my kid screams and to shut them up, I got to put Netflix in front of their face while we're having dinner, which, you know what? I see that happen a lot too. We, we, you know, you go out to dinner and you see a family there and you see the kids staring at, at the phone, watching something to keep them busy. You know what I mean? So I would say that could only work. And, and you know what? It, it would have to, honestly, it, they would have to drop their prices anyway. 15 bucks starting two fifty. Let's just say to make it seventeen fifty to have two different IP addresses, 20 bucks to have three different IP addresses. And then, you know, again, like I said, if, if we're sharing and I'm paying an extra IP address to be shared with you, then we could split the cost, which I think I think I think they will lose money doing that anyway. There's two. Do you really think Netflix is going to lower its price? I don't think Netflix will lower their price, but I think they're also going to lose a lot of people if they're going to start charging. Yes, 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 yes. How are they, they going to do that? I don't know. Well, they're going to have to figure out something. I'll tell you what. Uh, there was an article over on Yahoo Finance that just had a couple things of uh, uh, suggestions for Netflix that they need to do. And if they don't, that they think they're going to bite the dust. Uh, so it says that... Um, Netflix needs to add advertisements to survive the streaming war. Um, and I think that's a relation to this point down here where they say, um, Netflix will bite the dust unless it adds, uh, live sports and news to its content lined up and adds an ad light subscription to their video on demand here. So we see a lot of streaming services do this where there's a cheaper plan, but it's uh, subsidized by advertisements. So they're saying along the same lines, but they'll also need to add something about sports and news. Um, I don't. It know says that Disney has won the uh, battle in regards to a bundle when it comes to the financial prowess and pricing strategy. So sure. basically, Disney has a stronghold when it comes to price and content and value for sure. We've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah, and 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 the thing is that. 
there's a lot of companies, Amazon Ample purchase and it uh, indicates the live sports as the next competitive battlefield. Yeah, we've also heard, um, what is it, HBO Max and what is it, Discovery or whatever the other one is. Um, CNN, like what, like, like, they're, they're like, we're seeing these bundles happen already. And the thing is that most of these companies already, they kind of own a lot of this stuff. So they're just kind of mm-hmm. like, why don't we just, yeah, merge them like we put them together. It just it, it's not rocket science. WWE, look at them. They're just like, hey, we're going to, we're going to Peacock, even though they have we are really, Peacock. Yeah, they're they're Peacock now. <laughs> and even though they didn't need Pe- Pe- Peacock, uh, WWE had a big big library on their own. So for them to be like, hey, we're going to merge with Peacock, and now they have a whole section of that. It just makes it enticing, you know. So. I, I I do agree that net like I think we talked about this too that Netflix has to do something to appeal yeah. to that bundle because at the end of the day Netflix doesn't own shit they're barely starting to open the doors with originals and even then they're buying stuff like Cobra Kai that was YouTube until Netflix bought them out you know but as far as like originality I would say Netflix is the worst. Like you, you have some amazing shows on Hulu, um, and they were Netflix direct competitor. You know, they had some amazing original shows. Um, places like Disney Plus with their originals, Apple, like you know, they're doing all of their original stuff. Peacock, NBC, like all these, all these other HBO Max, all these places that they're doing their own stuff, they are surpassing Netflix. I think they've surpassed them long time ago. I think the only thing that Netflix is keen is they've been around longer. So everybody just knows like, Hey, I'm going to Netflix and chill. You know what I mean? So a joke is so old and that's probably one of the reasons that Netflix is still around. Exactly. The only reason why they're still around, but yeah, it's, I don't know. To me, it's, it's frustrating that Netflix isn't doing anything and they're still saying like, well, screw everybody. We're going to charge whatever the hell we want because that just kind of undermines everybody's freaking intelligence. Like, Everybody sees what Disney's doing. Everybody sees what Apple is doing. It's not a secret. It's out there in the open. You could see how good it is and how well they're doing. And even if you're not a Disney fan, even if you're not a um if you're not a Disney fan, Star Wars fan, Marvel fan, if you're not any of those like they own Fox. So you could find stuff that's not even Disney related within Fox Studios that's in the Disney app. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. It's like it's like Disney has so much stuff. Apple has opened up the doors for so many things too. Did you watch the movie Don't Look Up? Yes. What did you think about it? Awesome. I didn't like it. No. I thought it was way too slow for me. It was slow, but I kind of liked how they did it because put it this way. Look at it like this. In real life, when you look at like what's happening, or, like what happened during Trump's presidency, where they're just like, hey, we found out that people are going to storm the White House or they're going to storm the Capitol. You actually saw that process like, no, it's not. Don't worry about it. I didn't don't don't say nothing. We're not having a press conference. Like you like you actually saw the rawness of what actually happens within the brains of these politicians. And you actually got to the point where even when they knew they were wrong, they were still trying to like, nope, we're good. Even though the house is burning on fire, 
what is that that meme um that you have that little that little guy sitting inside the house and the whole house is on fire and it says everything's fine <laughs> oh yeah the dog the dog yeah yeah the yeah, dog, yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of like that it, it's for me i liked it because and i like fast i like fast pace get to the point get to the plot get to the whatever it is but i liked how they did it because they let me digest every single scene and they made me they made me love people and they made me hate people during that episode or during the the movie i was just like i i thought it was pretty good how they did it and the way they ended it where they're like oh well, you know when they killed that chick at the end <laughs> so the reason i brought that up is because that movie is a netflix original and some people are saying it was just there so that Netflix can say, oh, we have Leonardo DiCaprio under our roster. I can see that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I can see that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think I think um, if I were to have to nitpick, they they did it in a very. Um, they they did it in a very lazy way, like. There wasn't much effort put into how the story was going to go from beginning to end. Um, and I think they could have definitely done a little bit more like, but I agree. I, 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 I do have to agree with that though. Speaking about some really top end people having them in their roster, Ryan Reynolds, uh, one of the probably Dude. biggest Canadians in the movie industry has also has his own production company came out with a movie called the Adam project. I haven't watched this yet, but I really do want to check it out. Um, have I you heard of it? Yeah, I, I, I was just talking to somebody about the Adam Project. They're just like, hey, you need to watch this one. And I'm like, what is it about? I, I thought I thought it was a TV show at first. So the Adam Project uh, by, Ren by Ryan Reynolds lands as number three among the top Netflix movie launches. Pretty dope. I wonder what the other what like one and two is. What would you think one and two is if you had to guess for the top Netflix movie launches are? I wonder if they'll say it in the article, but take a guess if you can. Top three movie launches for Netflix. Yeah. Well, the third one is Adam Project now with Ryan Reynolds. So what two can you think of that would have been really popular? That are Netflix. Didn't they have that one with The Rock? And um, yeah, Kevin Hart? that was also Ryan Reynolds, wasn't it? I don't know. Red, red, red something. Yeah. Red something. Yes. That was Netflix. Yes. I, I would think that would be number one because I heard so much about it. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know what would be number two. Okay, let's see if it says in the article. So it says look up. Ryan Reynolds original Netflix movie The Adam Project about a time traveling fighter pilot flew to big viewership numbers in its debut over the weekend of March 11th to the 13th, according to Netflix. It scored 92.4 million hours viewed. That's a lot, bro. Yeah, like. They have, okay, like, let's just estimate this out. 240 million subscribers? Yeah. So what? The average movie now is two hours long? Roughly, yeah. So if we divide 92 million by two, we get something like 46 million. Mm -hmm. So 46 million people out of their 240 million watch this in the weekend. Wow. Right? Like, that's pretty maybe good. my math is wrong, but that's a good estimation, I would say. Yeah. That's pretty good. 
Um, the only movies to boast a bigger debut. Here we go. Yep. Red Notice. You're right. There you go. Yep. Um, that one got 149 million. That's another Ryan Reynolds <laughs> movie, bro. Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. It starred Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot. But I mean, you put Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson, and Gal Gadot in anything, and it's going to be a banger. Like, mm-hmm. even if the movie's shit, people are going to watch it. We have to and remember that. Yeah. Don't look up. There you go. The two, the other movie that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And that one got 111 million. So, so look, don't look up is just barely bigger than this one. But Red Notice came out a few months ago. And it's mm-hmm. a Ryan Reynolds movie. Like, if I was Netflix, I would be looking to sign some, some like deal with Ryan Reynolds, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I would be like, yo, I'll give you like how they did with um, Chappelle. He's oh, yeah, getting yeah. views and he's keeping people on the platform. So like that would be smart of them to do. And see, Netflix has to. The thing is that Netflix is. Oh, man. Netflix doesn't own this stuff. So they're putting up their exclusive, which means they have to dish in a lot of money. They got to pay these people a lot of money. You know, with that advertisement thing that they were talking about in that other article, if they just put like a quick 15 second, hey, blah, 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 or 10 second, hey, check this, check the new Samsung S22 Ultra, you know, whatever, you know, whatever commercial it was. And if they have, dude, imagine, think about this. If they make one dollar for every view that sees that 15 second ad, that's a grip ton of money. So I could see them I like it, it's smart to add an, an ad thing for a cheaper way of watching it. What? I think Absolutely. Halo is getting. Yeah, yeah. I, I just seen this on the side article, but I wanted to click on it. It says there was an quote unquote alien drone swarm that formed a giant hovering QR code over Austin to promote the new sci fi series Halo. <laughs> that's wow. pretty cool man like yeah. it, it it's a giant qr code in the sky to promote the new tv show of halo and halo is um, an xbox uh, exclusive game that's been xbox exclusive for the beginning of time like you thought xbox you thought halo mm-hmm. and most of the people in the beginning when they had things like the xbox 360 and uh and stuff like that they they had halo too it was just a game that you got like you got an xbox in the beginning you bought Halo 2. But it, this thing was 600 feet wide. Like Jeez. perspective? That's huge. <laughs> I'll be freaking out. Like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Um, I'm just curious. I know that you like to go to the theaters, but have you seen no. the Batman? I'm Are you Batman. excited to see nope. a vampire as your Batman? Nope. I, I'm not. I, I don't give a shit about Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. I've never well. been a Batman fan. I think it's funny. My best friend from from across the the, the states. He uh, um, he's a big Batman guy, and I'm like, dude. I'm like, Batman's a whiny little bitch. <laughs> that's that, that's what Batman is like. Like he's like this emo. Bitches about everything. 
And what does he do? Beats the crap out of people to get his anger out. <laughs> He's not optimistic about anything. He doesn't see the 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 good side of things. He's and it's not even being a realistic. It's just like, oh, oh, what's he doing? I'm gonna go kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what he is. And it's it's for me. I'm I've I've never I've never been fascinated about Batman. And with this one, I keep hearing a lot of stuff. Like all the different people that they're in, I keep hearing that they're going more like comic book. Like this is the actual how Batman would be. I hear the guy from Twilight is the Batman. Yep. I'm, I'm kind of like Patterson. Uh, Patterson. Patterson. I'll wait until it's on in streaming. digital streaming platform somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I don't know. And I, my first thing was, isn't he too tall to be Batman? Like, I don't know. And then uh, I saw a couple clips and I was like, I don't know if I want to watch it. I'm not a huge Batman fan either. But anyways, so this uh, got 134 million in domestic box office debut, um, which is just behind Spider-Man No Way Home. And I think that that has something that says something because Spider-Man No Way Home is a banger. Is a banger. So for Batman to come second, there's only two reasons that it could come second. Well, how There's long only two Spider-Man? How, how, how long ago did Spider-Man come out? I don't know, a year ago? Eight months ago? No. Spider-Man No Way Home came out in November, December? December. Six months ago? I don't know. So three months ago. <laughs> so, You're like, <laughs> ten years <whatever>. ago? <laughs> whatever. Anyways, my, my, my two reasons is, one, it might actually be an okay movie. Might the second reason is uh there hasn't been another Marvel movie after Spider-Man yet. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> but there's been some TV shows. There's been some TV shows for sure, for sure. So we're just gonna keep rolling talking about some content here. Um Netflix gives a sneak peek of its upcoming Resident Evil series. Are you a fan of Resident Evil? Oh, I, the game, the original game, maybe the second game. Yes. After that, it, they just kind of, it's not bad, but yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of Resident Evil though. So is this, I, I'm terrible. So is this the same game that you would go to an arcade and you would get the guns that you could shoot and it would like walk you through these levels and you shoot like these things, the zombies or whatever? No, no this I is different. Think, I, I think they did come up with something like that, but no, this is more like. Like you go into the house, you're trying to find somebody, and then next thing you know, like, like there's this city that they have there that they're trying to build pharmaceuticals, and that and that pretty much exploded and turned everybody into monsters, like, like crazy. Actually, the last Resident Evil movie kind of explains it. It's actually pretty good. The last one, it's not okay. that bad. It kind of it kind of explains how the whole thing happened. So. This is a TV show. Would you be interested in watching this TV show? I'd be interested, yeah. It says the uh, including a badass heroine, so it's uh, strong females. And I know that there's a big movement for, um, you know, a lot of people wanting to see strong females in TV shows and movies. Like if we look at uh, Black Widow and 
there's a lot of movies that are coming out right now that are showcasing really strong femi- uh, female roles. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Marvel, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. Like, there's so many coming out right now. Uh, uh, She-Hulk. Like, <laughs> you could just go on and on. Uh, Battle yeah. for Survival, creatures both new and familiar, and a mystery to be solved. Got to be super sleuthing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a pill marked Joy is set against the yellow backdrop, so that's Joy. And some bubbles of blood in a third image. So far, they're not showcasing any zombies. Uh, so here's a brief, uh, I guess, summary of it. The year is 2036. 14 <laughs> years after a deadly virus caused a global apocalypse, Jade Wesker fights for survival in a world overrun by bloodthirsty, infected, and insane creatures. In this absolute carnage, Jane is haunted by her past in New Raccoon City by her father's chilling connections to the Umbrella Corporation, but mostly by what happened to her sister, Billy. Jane is not my friend. <laughs> yeah, Billy so, Jane. I mean, I think uh, Resident Evil uh, has a big following. I don't know too much about it. Again, I'm not a huge gamer, so uh, I know that this franchise does have a big following. I think that it might be uh, interesting for a lot of people that like zombie stuff or like uh, gaming related stuff or just strong, um, uh, strong action movies. Let's say, let's go with mm-hmm. that. Ah, let's keep going. What do we got here? Yeah, should be good. I'm, 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 I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be good. It's been a minute since we've seen Mr. Myers. Yes. Well, what was the last thing that you seen Mike Myers in? Was it Halloween? And he's under the Netflix belt. So what, they bought them? Here he is here. What the hell? Oh, Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Um, I, uh, what's his, I was thinking Michael Myers, the freaking no. the hard guy. Mike no, Myers. No, no. Holy Mike crap. Myers. He looks old. He looks terrible. <laughs> Mike Myers is making a return to comedy in a new six-episode Netflix show called the Penta Pentaverit Pentavert Pentavert Pentaverit 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 After years of rare movie appearances, uh, it'll be a type of project where Mike Myers makes up almost half the cast. He's playing eight different characters. This is like a uh, a nutty professor kind of thing. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Oh, he did this too with Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the show in which starts streaming by May 5th. So that's coming up soon, people. Also stars comedian like Ken Jeong, Keegan-Michael Key. Really? Jennifer Saunders. It centers on a shadowy, possible world-controlling secret society called Tepentavert. This sounds like kind of like an Austin Powers thing. No? Kind of, yeah. According to the voiceover in the trailer, you can watch below. It was started by five people who were labeled as heretics after discovering that the Black Plague was caused by fleas and rats. The concept of the show comes from a joke in another movie starring Myers. So I was married. So I married an axe murderer. So apparently the concept comes from a joke in that movie. Hmm. So I know it's, it's going to be interesting. You know, Mike Myers comes from a different time, a different breed of actors 
right? That is slowly like it's going to be sad when this breed goes away. And I think, you know, the most iconic one from that breed of actors is Robin Williams, right? Mm -hmm. After Robin Williams, you have Jim Carrey. Then after Jim Carrey, you have Mike Myers. Um, There's not a lot of other actors that you can kind of put in that same category anymore. Yeah, that's true. Like, who else could you put in the same category as Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, maybe, maybe Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. I'd put Eddie Murphy in that same category. But there's not a lot of other actors that can really be put in that category. And we're running out of them. They're different. Like, it's a different type of comedy. Like, Kevin Hart. I think Kevin Hart's freaking insanely funny. But you see, Kevin Hart is creative. He's funny. But Kevin Hart plays Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. Like, with Mike Myers, he can play several characters so well at the same damn time. You see what I'm saying? Same thing with Jim Carrey. Same thing with Eddie Murphy. Same thing with um, uh, Robin Williams. Like... Kevin yeah. Hart is extremely talented, and and I, I I give you that one. Kevin Hart is good, but Kevin Hart is very in his box. Yeah, you never know which jack of the box you're going to get with some of these other guys that I just mentioned. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think I'm probably just going to watch this just so that I can see history because I don't know how much more I'm going to get out of. Mike Myers and, and and other actors and actresses like him. <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds kind of dark and sad, but I'm getting old, man. I'm getting old. I'm getting a lot more craze. <laughs> uh, I know I'm talking a lot about TV shows, but in the beginning, I, I, I really wanted to talk about Prime because I'm super excited. I'm, I'm really excited. And uh, I'm in the process of binge watching and finishing the upload. Right now, have you? I just re- rewatched all of season one. Just started season two. Have you watched the upload? I heard about it. I think it's. It might be on my list, maybe. Yeah. So uh, the upload is an Amazon Prime original. It's onto its second season, and it's all about the concept of. I mean, it's so much more relatable now than it was when I watched the first season last year, because mm-hmm. it, it's almost like if you took the Oculus Quest and you perfected it. Like to a T. Now, when people die, they have the option to be uploaded into a VR reality. And the people that are still alive can communicate with them through VR. Hmm. Right? Really interesting concepts. Yeah. Really cool show. Um, it's kind of like it's kind of like a, a, a rom-com. So if some people look for shows to watch with their significant other, I actually recommend um the upload i mean you can watch it by yourself too but it's 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 actually a pretty good show and it just started its second season um uh i actually sometimes when when preppy's working she likes to uh just put on she calls them garbage tv shows where she's mm-hmm. like background fillers so i was like we're gonna i'm gonna choose the show today and i put on the first season of upload i've already seen it so i put it on and she started watching it and she binge watched season one and season two in like three days Jeez. <laughs> and she actually paid attention. And I was like, dude, you didn't even wait for me. Like, I didn't even finish it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just the recommendation from there. But this is an Amazon Prime original. 
And I think Prime is getting overlooked when they're starting to come out with some more bangers. So here's 10 Amazon Prime shows to look forward to in 2022. So February 4th, uh, uh, Reacher. So I haven't watched The Reacher or Reacher or whatever you want to call him. Uh, it's a crime thriller. Uh, one of the most enduring popular genres uh, released on criminal conspiracy after his falsely accused of a crime brings the powerful energy to the character. And so far, the series has shown itself very faithful. I don't know what season this is. It doesn't tell me. I wish it did. Um, but I know that this isn't the first season and that a lot of people like this show. So that's one to look forward to. If you haven't watched, it came out February 4th. Uh, the Marvelous Miss Maisel is on to season four. I don't know much about that one, so I'm just letting you know if you've watched the other three seasons. It's now out on Amazon Prime as of February 18th. Uh, mm-hmm. Upload season two just came out on March 11th. And as you just heard me talk about it, um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Uh, and I'm just going to say that I do believe there's going to be more seasons after season two. So mm-hmm. here is the banger. The banger for prime boys season three hell yeah oh my god have you seen the trailer i haven't i don't know if i want to tell you to see the trailer but the trailer blew my freaking mind that's all i can say the trailer i don't want to see it i kind of want to see the trailer but bro have you You seen seasons one and two yeah you seen seasons one and two yeah Oh my God, season three is on a whole nother level. Damn. So I am, I can't wait to see this. I honestly can't wait to see this. Super excited. If you, if, if anybody out there hasn't seen the boys, you need to comment down below and tell me why the F not. You got two seasons to binge watch before June 3rd and this comes out and every single one of you needs to watch this damn show. Damn it damn it uh lord of the rings i wish that lord of the rings originally came out as a series and not a uh, not a movie because i just felt like it was too long i couldn't get into it because the damn movies were like an indian movie it just never ended (laughs) (laughs) forever (laughs) it did and and so many people liked it and i couldn't get myself to do it because i wasn't gonna sit and now now let's be real this the Lord of the Rings movies came out before binge watching was popular. Okay. I just Mm -hmm. want to put like preface that, but I couldn't fathom myself to sit down for four hours in one seat just to watch a movie. At least when I'm binge watching a TV show, I I get a break every hour to like go use the washroom or do something. I mean, I could pause the movie too, but I kind of like it that, you know, your story kind of wraps up a little bit and then you have a moment to do whatever you need to do. And then, you can start it back up. But I kind of wish that it was a TV show. And I'm hoping that maybe I enjoy this more. I might give it a chance, but I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings fan because I couldn't get into the movies. Mm-hmm. W- were you a-, a Lord of the Rings fan or did you? Yeah, I I saw. I saw the extended cuts. <laughs> the ones that's like six hour movies each. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. So you're going to be watching this one? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Okay. All right. Uh, the Wheel of Time Season 2. It's still not announced yet. 
I heard of season one and I thought I wanted to watch it, but then I forgot about it. So I don't know. So this Ooh. one, I think I have it on my list. But I just haven't seen it yet. I don't know if I want to watch this one. I can't remember, but uh, season two is coming out. So if you've seen season one, then uh, then check it out. Uh, there's also one called The Lake, which is to be announced. This is said to be coming out this year, but there's not much information on it. So I don't know. It's it's about uh, uh, yeah, we're reading it. It doesn't really say much about it. It just says that it's a Canadian produced TV show and it's possibly fantasy, uh, hmm. drama, thriller, and fantasy. So I, I don't even have a picture to show you. Um. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, also to be announced, is one of Brad Pitt's best movie. And there's no denying that there is a phenomenal chemistry between him and Angelina Jolie, given that it's something of a golden age of reboots. So there's a reboot coming out, and it looks like it's starring Donald Glover. Now, Donald Glover wants to say that he's the best of all time. How do you feel about Donald Glover? They're doing a reboot of Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yeah. Why? Donald, uh, he's okay. He's, uh, I like him, but I don't know if I want to, like, the movie's not old. And I don't know if I, I, I like, I guess I, I can't say it until I see it, but it's hard for me to visualize him as Mr. Smith. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I, I honestly, like, it's, it's kind of like, you know who would be banging as as a TV show of Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Gal Gadot and, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think they would be pretty good. Who would you pick? If you could pick anybody. So they would... Okay, they would have to be young for sure. Okay, so they're a little too old for you? Is that what you're saying? They're, yeah, a little, like The Rock is a little bit too old. Okay. And, and he's a little bit too... Too big. big. Okay. Yeah. All right. A little bit too big. If if I would have to go with you know what? They could probably use, and I know it's funny, I just said the rock is too old. I'm for whatever reason, I'm thinking of like Chris Evans. Hmm. Um Gal Gadot, maybe, but they could pick there's better out there, like it would be funny if they had Chris Evans and freaking Scarlett Johansson as Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but that could work. They, they, they have to pick, they have to pick like, okay. So with Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they pick two people who, who people think of, it was a Brad Pitt. They think they're like, okay, this guy is a, um, a eye candy, I guess. And same thing with Angel Angeline Jolie, eye candy. They both have done plenty of, action type movies and they did that one very well oh. where they didn't like overly sex it you know, you know what who I mean? would be good uh zoe saldana who played um uh what's what's her name uh gamora gamora i think she would be good zoe saldana and and what's his name killmonger <laughs> Oh shit. That would be that would be too intense. I don't know if I could handle that. But but that's the thing. That's with what Brad, you want though. Like 
Well, yeah, but with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, like when it you heard intense. them, it's just like, dude, how? <laughs> it's like, this, like it's too much. Like, and they were both at their peaks during that time. So, I kind of like, I don't know. I I do like him. I I I do like Donald Glover, but I don't see him. I don't know. I, I, I don't see him. I, I have mixed feelings on this. I'll watch it, but I, I have mixed feelings on it. What's his name again? Is that Michael? Um, What is his name? The guy who played Killmonger. Why am I drawing a blank? Do you know his name? Mm-mm. Uh, is it Michael Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan, yeah, there you go. Michael Killmonger. B. Jordan, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did an amazing job at Killmonger. So yeah, that would actually uh, that would be a banging show if they could get him and uh, and Zo Zo Zoe Zo Saldana, whatever Zoe her name Zaldana, is. Saldana, yeah, yeah. I think that would be a banging show. So, anyways, moving on, we got the rig also to be announced. Uh, additional to blah blah blah. Uh, pot details are a bit sparse. Group of men in an oil ring in the North Sea. A dangerous fog that cuts off communications and forces them to deal with the forces. So this, like a natural, like this, like natural weather disaster kind of movie. So if you like that kind of stuff, then you might like this one. Terminal List uh, is another one. Actually, this is starring Chris Pratt. So we're just talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. So mm. Chris Pratt is here, and it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, let's see. He does a very good job. In general, in his movies, I think I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. I know that you don't really like Guardians of the Galaxy that much, but I enjoyed it. I do. I um, like Guardians. Did you? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of their comic books. I've never been a fan of them, but I like their mm. movies. Okay, all right. <clears throat> so it's a thriller that focuses uh, on his character struggles to make sense of his past while fighting against those who want to destroy him. That sounds like the plot to every friggin' movie out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So my recommendations off this list is is literally just going to be uh, upload the boys. Um, man, if I had to pick three from that list, then it would be probably upload boys and Lord of the Rings. But I'm saying that there are some good content that is still coming out on Amazon Prime. So don't forget about them when you're binge watching Disney Plus, Apple TV and trying to forget about the price hikes with Netflix. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are already paying for Amazon Prime, so use it. Actually use that application. It's there. It's free. Well, not free, but included with the shit that you pay. Yeah. Uh, my last streaming news is kind of a sad point uh, for uh -oh. some of us in the Android community. Uh -oh. But uh, I don't know if you use this app or not. Have you heard of YouTube Vanced? You know what? I have. And I keep hearing about this. What's going on with, with, okay, for one, explain exactly what YouTube Vanced is and what's going on. So YouTube Vanced is like, a, I think it was an open source project that people basically gave you YouTube premium for free. Uh, it was uh, ad free. So you got to access YouTube ad free. Um, you, uh, got features like background play. You got features like picture in picture. Um, you got a bunch of features that you don't get with the standard YouTube app. And, uh, there was even features like auto skip 
um, intros, auto skip um, uh, sponsors messages. So like, you know, when people start up like, oh, subscribe to my channel, do this, do that, do this, whatever this today's episode sponsored by mm. there was a feature inside there that auto skipped that stuff. Crazy. I don't know how they programmed that, but it was there. Um, and obviously, if you have an application that is bypassing uh, advertisements, mm-hmm. companies aren't making the money and not being paid by their advertisers. So they're going to be upset. This wasn't an official app from YouTube and YouTube got upset, but YouTube Vance has been around for a very, very long time. So the article says that um, the software has come to an end of the road. The developer team says that Vance is being discontinued due to legal reasons and suggests that they were forced to comply. Uh, There are millions of websites available today, most of which remain completely unknown to the majority of internet users. And I think this is a big, (laughs) there there are some people out there, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say it's me, but there are some people out there who solely choose to use an Android device over an iPhone because of apps like this. Mm -hmm. You can't get this on an iPhone, unfortunately, but about, yeah, you know, so, and a lot of people don't even know that apps like this exist because, you know, you, you walk around with a megaphone talking about things that you shouldn't be talking about and shit gets shut down and you wonder why. Mm-hmm. Most people agree that YouTube is a fantastic platform and over the years, the ad-supported free tier has become very frustrating. Um, uh, it has it ads, has lots ads. of ads, and it keeps getting more and more. I feel like it's, it's worse and worse these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, they're just trying to force people to buy their premium subscription. They want you to buy their plan. Uh, YouTube Vance or just Vance for those who dislike the trademark issues is the work of Team Vance at XDA Developers. Uh, it is a complete replacement for the official YouTube app and comes with some pretty nifty features, um, not just blocking the YouTube ads. It also allows background play, um, which you don't get with the free tier of YouTube, along with sponsor block, a dark theme and picture in picture playback. As a result, which is available for non-rooted and rooted devices, has a massive enthusiastic following. And it does. Team Vance insists that its software isn't a replacement for YouTube Premium, but for many users, the experience is close enough. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of companies are cracking down on this stuff. This reminds me of an episode that... uh, what the hell is his name? Why am I drawing a blank right now? Linus. Linus had a podcast recently and he was, he actually banned everybody that works in his company from using an ad blocker. And he actually made a statement that I want to know how you feel about it, but he says an ad blocker or blocking ads is the same as piracy. Blocking ads Actually, if the way I see it, oh, you you, you want to hear my thoughts on this? Go for it. So, when you when you, I don't know if I want to call it piracy. I would I would call it your your okay. So if somebody messes with somebody's app. And are we talking about third-party app or first-party apps? Let's keep it legit. Okay. 
So if we're if if it's YouTube or if it's Hulu or Disney or whatever, if you mess with their apps, then you're messing with a lot of legal legalities. Like there's copywritten stuff, there is legal stuff, there's there's red tape, there's there's lines in the sand. Um, it's very you know, imagine going somebody like somebody coming into your house and saying, like, hey, I'm gonna rearrange your door lock. You know what I mean? I'm gonna change this so that way the any any key could fit in here. It's just like what? Like no. I I think I think once you start messing with that, I don't know if I would call it piracy, per se, because you're not really you know. Anytime I hear the word piracy, I think like you're you're trying to rip something and mm. upload it back up for people to watch. Mm. But if you are if you are manipulating something, then I, I I don't think that's piracy anymore. I think I think now you're you're messing with the integrity of that lock and key, which is now uh, it's it, it's another avenue of a legal thing, you know, bypassing digital whatever however you want to name it. It's 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 not a gray area when you do that anymore. That that could be some serious stuff when you do that now. Did yeah. I freeze? Am I back? A little bit for a second. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, weird. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Um, but okay, so so for for the most part, I I, I kind of agree. Um, so some might say that it's giving a true representation of how the advertisers pay for a service, right? Because the mm -hmm. advertisers pay per view of the ads. So if you block those ads, then the advertiser who's paying to advertise on that platform isn't spending money on somebody who's not watching that ad. So for that aspect, I'm like, okay, well, that that's kind of good because that's good for the advertiser because you weren't going to watch that ad anyways. Realistically, you weren't going to watch that ad anyways, right? right? But for the other side, if you're thinking about it strictly from a business perspective, that platform exists because of its subsidations or subsidi subsidiaries, whatever. I make up words. That's what I do. Um, and if you <laughs> continue to abuse good things, then, you know, things can happen where either features change or platforms go down or change or whatever. Now, realistically, the platforms we're talking about are multi-billion dollar, multi-trillion dollar platforms, whatever you want to call it. So, you know, skipping a few ads here and there is whatever. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm not sure how I feel about that word as piracy. I feel like it's too strong of a word. Like it, it reminds me of those advertisements saying you wouldn't download a pizza. <laughs> it's like, what? hell yeah, I would download a pizza. Hell yeah. Delicio that shit. Give me my pizza. So the last thing that I'm finishing with, this has actually been a lot longer of an episode than I thought it was going to be, um, is your top 10 movies of the week. Any guess as to what is number one? Because I think this this one should be very, very obvious. Sp Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man by a long shot. Um, it recently came out on digital release. Um, so it is number one. Everyone's watching Spider-Man. This was the most common question that we've been asked for months. When's Spider-Man coming out? I want to stream it. When's Spider-Man coming out? I want to stream it. Google that shit. Google that shit. And they pushed it back and they 
you know, what it is, what it is. But Spider-Man's number one. Number two, you should actually be able to guess what number two is. The Batman? I'll give you a hint. No, I'll give you a hint. Remember, this is, I'm going with uh, uh, movies you can watch at home. They're not in theater. Okay. Actually, uh, some of them are, actually. Whatever. Anyways, we talked about this movie. Adam Project? Yep, that's number two. Mom. Next is one called Blacklight. Uh, I don't know what that one's about. Mm. Uh, after that is The King's Man. I want to see that one. Number five is Turning Red. Number six, I haven't watched, but I haven't heard good things about it. And I think that it's just number six because of the franchise. Uh, the Matrix Resurrections. Have you watched it? Yeah. When, how would you, how, what would you say about it? Would you recommend somebody to watch it? I would recommend somebody to watch the other three before they watch this one. Well, it's not a standalone. You can't do that as a standalone. You can't do it as a standalone. There's, there's a lot of backstory on it. And I think honestly, like what I, what I think about this thing is it's pretty nice how they threw them back. Have you seen it? No. Okay. I I don't want to say too much. Um, it's pretty nice how how they how they how they connected them. They connected the the movies and how you know there's they're they're it's not like because I thought it was gonna be like a reboot. Like oh here we go they're gonna reboot the damn thing. Um, I was kind of bummed out a couple about a couple things, but at the same time I'm kind of like okay, I don't like it, but it makes sense why they're doing it. Um. I think it makes a lot of sense what they're doing and how they're doing it. And I think once you see it, you're going to be like, you're probably going to have the same feelings that I have. I'm like, but why didn't they? And then once you start thinking about it, you're going to be like, okay, I guess, I guess that makes sense. Why they, why they didn't or why they did. Okay. You know? The next one I think is a horror movie. I'm not sure. It's called fresh. Uh, number eight is scream. Now, Scream confuses me just by the name. Like, don't you already have a movie called Scream? Is this Scream 5? Like, how do we have two movies with the same name? I think they're re... Well, they're not rebooting it. It's. I think it's Scream... Well, actually, I don't know. I thought I, I thought I heard they're going to reboot this thing, but they're going to just continue it with the legacy. It's just another Scream movie, but they're not going Scream 5 or 6 or 7. They're not continuing it. I think it's a brand new... It's 25 years after the original Scream. And it's got the same chick in it. Oh, yeah. They got to call it Scream 5 or 6. Right? This is what I'm saying. You're just confusing me at this point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number 9 is The Batman. Batman. And uh, number 10, you might actually enjoy if you haven't seen it yet. It is Dog with uh, Tatum. Tater? Tater Tot? Tatum? <laughs> Chad and Tatum? Yeah. He was a basketball player. <laughs> so I've watched this. Uh, do you Have you heard of it? No. Actually, so, yes. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. So he's a, a former army ranger, and uh, he has to transport um, uh, an army dog from one of his friends who passed away on in duty. And he's trying to get the army dog to the funeral service, and he has to drive the dog. So it's kind of like, I guess, his bonding experience with 
a dog with PTSD and he also has PTSD. Mm. So it, it's an interesting movie. A lot of people said it was good. So it might be a movie that you'd enjoy. Yeah. I think I'd so check it out. That's, uh, that's, that's the top 10 of the week. Uh, that's really just all I had to wrap this up. That's an hour and a half show. We might even be able to chop this into two if we wanted to. <laughs> if we wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Part one, part two. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Yeah, it's it's. You know what? There is a TV show that we forgot to mention. Uh huh. I don't think we did mention it, but um, and it's doing really, really well right now. Okay. Uh, it's the the reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Really? Is it really doing well? Well, I, he's he's the director, so it better be up to his standard for real. Yeah, I think um, I don't know. I, I keep hearing a lot of good things about it, saying like to check it out. You know what I mean? Huh. So I haven't started it yet. I have, I have so many things. There's one show that you wanted me to watch, but I haven't seen it yet either. Which one? There's so many. There's a TV show that you're like, you haven't seen this one yet. I'm like, no, dude. See? Have you seen C? That one. I haven't seen it yet. I like that show. That show was good. It's on my, if it's, that's Apple. I think so. And it's only season one. No, season two's out. Fully? Yeah. Okay, then I'll watch it. I'll, well, I'll watch it once I'm done with Narcos. Uh, have you watched Invincible? It's a cartoon show. And I know you don't like cartoon shows, but I'm telling you, it's good. I haven't. Telling you it's good, bro. Telling you. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Um, I and there's another one. There's another Apple sh- uh, show that season two should be coming out soon called Defending Jacob. I really like that one, so I'm hoping that season two comes out soon because the season one was pretty good. Mm. Yeah, that's all I really got. Yeah, um, there's so much crap that's happening out there right now. So a lot of stuff. Let us know what you guys are watching right now. That's actually pretty good. There's a lot of things and it's kind of. It's like there's just an endless amount of stuff. There's always like no time to catch up. I went through my list of shows and I'm just like, cool, let me start. It's sad because I, I, I was starting to delete some of the old stuff that I was watching that is not renewed anymore. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm just like good riddance, good riddance, gone, gone, done, done. I'm done with this one anyway. So um yeah hope you guys appreciated the video we try to get you guys the latest and greatest stuff of what's happening um yeah anything you got to say before we get the hell out of here you know what i say thank you guys for checking out another episode of beyond streams make sure that wherever you're listening to us you also leave us a comment or a review so other people like yourself can find the content that you enjoy uh make sure that you also come out every thursday around 3 to 4 p.m eastern standard time to our live show on YouTube, uh, channels beyond the streams. We also have another channel called BS Clips where you can find little bite-sized pieces of the content that you enjoy. We sometimes, usually, a lot of times, have other content creators or other interviews with people from companies that you're either using their products and services or you probably should be. So make sure you have that notification bell turned on and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.